So I sort of wonder, you had me as a student for several years, so I wonder, like, what was your first impression other when I walked up to you in that English class and started asking questions about that thing on the board, or when I appeared in your brain and behavior class and was still sort of in my ask questions every 10 minute phase? I mean, I thought, first of all, I thought you were eager. And I always liked students who are really, really eager. I did think that your approach to asking questions was pretty blunt uh, and in my face. I was wondering whether you might have some autistic traits. I didn't think about, you know, whether there were any diagnoses or anything like this. But it's like, okay, this is a student who's going to, you know, ask questions and she wants answers. So overall, I really liked it. I thought this was great because most of us really enjoy keen students, but I'm fairly blunt myself. So I think your style simply worked for me. I didn't have a problem with that. I also don't have a problem to say things like, okay, my class is starting now. I can't talk anymore. And I think I started doing that fairly quickly. It's like, okay. And you always responded extremely well to that. So if I said, I'm out of time now, I have to start teaching, then you'd say, oh, sorry, and stop asking questions and take it up again next time we met. And I do think that just as with any students, it's a question of sort of having a similar interactional style. So you will always interact well with some students um, as a faculty member, not as well with other ones. Other students find it offensive if I'm blunt and I just say, sorry, but I'm out of time now. So your and my style was fairly compatible. And I think that really helped. And that's a... For me, from my end of things, it's a personality style, and it just happens to work out that well. Again, having a background in neuroscience and in psychology and being aware that there is a fair bit of diversity in people's styles, cognitive styles, that probably also makes me more willing to look for how does this particular student interact well to try and work with whatever style I'm recognizing. Awesome. One thing I wondered is, did you learn anything like new from having me as a student that would make you approach things differently than you had initially, like with another student? I think what I really learned from you was more about how useful you found it. If I give you feedback on something, if I say something, you would really try and incorporate what I had said. Things like, it's like the full hour I got to start. And the next time you would do that on your own. I found that being really explicit. I mean, I found that worked extremely well with you. And I think I'd be more likely to do that with other students now where I'm really Really explicitly stating what I'm thinking rather than sort of trying to hint at things because it worked much better for you and I think in the end it worked better for me and I think that probably again would would apply to a lot of students. Yes whereas I find a lot of the handing and I know a lot of people think it's polluter and all that whereas I find it like someone speaking in cryptic messages or speaking in tongues and I have no idea what they're saying. Yeah. And I'll stand there and look confused. Yeah. So I, I think that to me was the main thing. The other one was not that I wasn't aware of it in the past, but it demonstrated it to a degree that I hadn't seen before is how absolutely brilliant you are and that a lot of us sort of make that initial mistake of thinking that someone who has, uh, for example, autism would also have intelligence that is different. 
And I mean, your intelligence is different. You think differently, but different doesn't mean lower. No. Um, and again, I knew that always. It's not that I wasn't consciously aware of it, but one does make those implicit assumptions. And I think more careful in not making implicit assumptions. I'm more consciously aware of it if I tend to go that way and say, listen, I have to keep an open mind here. I have to listen to what the student is saying, not how it is conveyed, but what is being conveyed and listen to the words. And I mean, the questions were really, really good. And you would, from the beginning, demonstrate that you have superior intelligence. And yeah, I have to be willing to listen to that and look past, you know, is your, the way that you, you present the message, is that different from what I'm getting from the average student? And sometimes like even like things like when I'm trying to express empathy or express, express empathy, sometimes I do, it's not that I don't have empathy, but it comes off as in a different way. Yes. Again, it is nice to have someone who sort of brings back to one. It's like, I really have to watch my implicit assumptions and really make consciously an effort to say, I have to really listen to what the person is saying and forget about sort of these superficial external things. Thank you. And one more thing, I think we're almost done. This is sort of a closing question. What would you sort of recommend, for example, if, you're, if you had someone like coming in with a student on the spectrum, what would you sort of recommend if you had like, for example, a professor that came to you in the dean's office asking for advice? Mm -hmm. How do I support the student? I would say talk to the student openly. You know, Don't talk around it. Say, what is going on? What are the supports you think you need? What is it that I can do to make it better for you? And so the student, in your case, I'm sure, you know, you would have said, I need really straightforward feedback. Tell me what is okay and what is not okay. Let me know. Don't try to hint at things. So that's what I would say is sit down with the student, be really open, say, you know, I'm not entirely certain what it is you need from me, what it is I can do to make this work for you. Can you help me with some information? And then have this debate about what kinds of things are possible and what isn't possible. Say if it's a matter of asking too many questions in class, my usual approach to students who are asking a lot of questions in class is to give shorter and shorter answers in the hope that they will pick up on the fact that, okay, I'm trying to get back to my lecture material. In your case, it might be something where instead I would say, okay, I have to get back to the uh, lecture material now. Can we take this up at the end of the class? So that is something where I'm now more explicit. So again, that would be my advice. Just be explicit and say, if you don't quite know what the student needs, Go to the student and ask.